I believe in miracles. <laughs> Where are you at? In the voice of hot chocolate. Did I get it right? Is that the name of our episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yay. Welcome back, everybody. That is exactly the name that Ula has been given for this new episode. I believe in miracles. Who's that? Where are you from? Where are you from? <laughs> Where are you from? Okay, I kind of <laughs> fucked it up. It's okay. It's all good. It all sounds perfect. <laughs> so, honey, fill us in on on how this uh, this title came through. Well, I've been going through some major, major energetic shifts and changes in my life in the past two or three weeks. And um, as always, I get the names while I'm sleeping or I'm just about to wake or, you know, or falling asleep. These, these, the names come through me very easily when I'm um, in that state of very much non-resistant. And this name actually came in the voice of Hot Chocolate, the band that recorded the, the song in 1975. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm grooving into sleep. <laughs> and But it is very much from where I have been energetically. And there's there's been such big shifts in me that I can only say that I believe in freaking miracles. Oh, yay! Honey, this is such a powerful moment because I think, was it like a, almost two years ago where you, you had one of those like it's not a miracle, like your your feelings about the words magic <laughs> and mm -hmm. special, yeah. oh, yeah. like... Yes. Special magic miracle. I still have resistance towards those words, but I can, yeah, it's, I do believe in them. It's just that there's a resistance for those words because it makes it sound somehow exclusive and it's only available to a few people. Whereas it's really, it's really available to every single one of you. Oh, and that's, I think that's such a beautiful place to, to really focus on is that miracles are available always. And the miracle that that you're experiencing, honey, I think the miracle that you and I are co-creating together through this platform, through all the other things that we're going to be offering to this world, it it's full of a certain kind of energy of, mm -hmm. of expansiveness. And that's that's really where possibilities can come in is when we are open to the expansiveness of be of going beyond what we're accustomed to. And just earlier in our conversation today, before we got on to record, being able to think about a new way of existing, of doing things, of feeling, thinking, all of that in itself is preparation for the miracle to happen. Because miracle for me is something that you maybe didn't believe was possible previously that all of a sudden becomes possible and it allows you to expand your own perception of what actually is possible. And that leads us to the beautiful quote by Ula Godan that I might fuck up. You can't explain to people who don't believe in the impossible. Oh, I'm going to ruin it, that the possible is possible. No, I, f I fucked it up. Say it, honey. It's impossible to explain to people who don't believe in impossible how possible impossible is. <laughs> Say it three times really fast. 
one time is enough. <laughs> but yeah, everybody listening, say that fast three times. Mm -hmm. So totally, honey, I feel like this connects to it 100%. Yeah, yeah, ab absolutely. Because miracle really is just having faith, believing in that impossible. And, and one of the reasons why I don't like the word miracle is that it, it kind of implies that you have no faith. Hmm. It's just kind of a name for people who have no faith. They have to have a name for something that they don't believe in. And it's, it's a miracle. And to me, because I believe everything is possible and we can be or do or have anything we want to. Um, that's why I don't like the word miracle. But you believe in them now, honey, because of the I, I, believe, I believe in miracles, but I don't like the word. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love the word. I think it's a fun word. It makes yeah. me happy. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so honey, let's, I mean, let's talk about that. And by faith, you guys, we don't necessarily, well, actually at all, we're not referring to religious faith, although if no. that helps you, that's fantastic. We're referring to faith in its most general terms. When, when we live a life where we are open and wanting more expansion, we want to believe in the miracles, but we find that allowing them in is actually where the challenge is at. How do we know? That's where we can tune in to the talk that goes in our heads when we start to think about the impossible becoming possible for us. So, um, I, I mean, we, I think we could pull on a many examples, but even some of the things that you've been going through recently, honey, these big tectonic shifts, there was a requirement, I feel like, in some ways for you to let go of what felt possible in the past, that mm -hmm. the possibility of what you had created for yourself in your life and how you were relying on that, that reality, so to speak, all of a sudden shifted immediately. And mm -hmm. for you to flow through the ebbs and, the ebbs and flows of that it required you to, in some way, surrender to that previous definition of possibility and open up to an unknown version of mm -hmm. what is possible. But your ability to dream huge in that space of unknown really is where I believe the miracle comes from because you don't limit yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's so easy to go um, into these depths of unknown the the uh, the I don't know what would be a good like an evil unknown the the negative unknown the scary the un scary absolutely yeah that's a good one thank you I don't know why I couldn't think of scary I'm working on a scary movie and I can't <laughs> and I think it's funny that you went to evil because that word hardly ever comes out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to say that I felt some evil <laughs> in the shifts. <laughs> well, yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why. That's why. But it's like it's so easy to go in there and stay there. Mm -hmm. I allowed myself to go there because I had to. I absolutely just had to. The, the rug that was pulled underneath me was so big. Yeah. And it was it was basically my entire life security that was pulled out of, uh, uh, underneath me, so I had to go there. But I didn't 
wallow in there. I didn't stay there. I started to find little miracles, little impossible things. And and Gladys, you were a giant, giant boulder for me to hold on to and help me to stay above the water, so to speak. So I didn't actually drown in that that scary evil. (laughs) 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 And that's really the work that we have to, we have to start now because we only have now where we can, we can shift and change. You can't go back to yesterday and change how you felt about things. You can't go to tomorrow and change how you feel about things. We have to start now. And the miracles start happening when you are able to let go of these, these old things that you've been sustaining in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and even though it can be scary as hell, I, 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 I promise you, you, you are magical and you are magnificent and you can change the trajectory of your future by just, just holding on to that belief in Im- impossible now, just for a second right now. Mm-hmm. And what this will continually take you back to is you choosing this because even if you are saying to yourself, well, yeah, I want to believe in miracles or I'm open to that expansion mm-hmm. sounds great. When you really get confronted with an opportunity, it's, and I think it's interesting that the universe sometimes will bring these opportunities to us when shit hits the fan. And for you to choose in that moment to focus on the little miracles, to focus on how expansion can come of this, to focus on what is working and how you can feel just a little bit better. It does require you to allow it to happen. And that means you have to be willing. And you guys like it or not, a lot of times you're not willing to go there mm-hmm. because it it's there might be something unfulfilled in you, or maybe you're holding on to uh, yeah, buts, uh, some, uh, whatever those yeah, buts might be. Um, or if there's another person involved, it's the, the feeling towards the other person that maybe has wronged you or has, has upset you. And you feel that if you actually allow yourself to focus on the expansiveness, on the brighter side, on the feeling better, even for a moment, that somehow you're condoning what mm-hmm. happened to you. And this is a big part that I wrote about in my book, The Good Goodbye. Uh, when it comes to forgiveness, forgiveness we often mistake as us supporting the other person's behavior. And that's not at all what it is. Forgiveness is you choosing to not let what happened through that other person for you to carry it on as a burden. And that's what you did, Ula, that you were mm-hmm. you were completely blindsided, but for you to step into a place where you were focusing on your energy, where you were focusing on getting your head above the water, where you were focusing on you starting to feel just a tiny bit lighter. Um, that, that was all your way of not holding on to the energy of what was and allowing new energy to, of what can be to come in. And you guys, that is how you choose. That is how mm-hmm. you practice 
opening up the door to a new outcome. Mm -hmm. And our imagination is so, so, so powerful. And it fuses when when you talk about these, oh, this person did this to me, and now she's saying that behind my back, or or he he's talking about um, these things that nobody else is supposed to know, and all these things they they fuse together. Mm-hmm. And if that is where you choose to spend your your mental time, it's going to fuse into something bigger. And I clearly know that. I, this happened to me because I allowed that all those things to fuse and something this big had to happen in order for me to get out of it. But at the same time, like I'm not blaming myself. Hmm. I know I did it. This is all me. But at the same time, I need to let go of that feeling that I did something wrong and I fucked up and continue blaming myself because because then if I keep blaming myself then I am fusing those thoughts together and I'm 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 going to continue in a similar path what I did was I chose differently mm-hmm. and it is just these little moments that I choose differently to imagine things how they can be mm-hmm. I'm completely blindsided what is in front of me in our so-called reality. Yeah. And it feels like from that, from that perspective, honey, the real miracle is us loving up on ourselves and being compassionate Mm -hmm. with ourselves in those moments. Because when we are holding on to the angst or the hurt or the anger or whatever it is, and by, and by holding on, I mean, we're wallowing in it. Okay. That's a big, and that's, you pointed this out earlier, honey, there's a big difference between allowing yourself to feel the Mm -hmm. realness of a situation, which is, we've talked about this so many times, you need to do that in order to move through it. But the trajectory is a moving through. And that might take an hour, a day, 10 years, it's up to you. Okay, but the moving through is ultimately where that energy does not get stuck in you and stay stagnant. When you wallow in something, that is where you are keeping that energy within you and you're perseverating on it. You're ruminating about it. You are mulling it over and over in all these different shapes and sizes and you're adding more characters to the story. And then there's a whole mm-hmm. that in the script that's being played out. That's wallowing. And this starts to affect your mental resources because they're all devoted to keeping this situation, person, thing, the way that you believe it is that is actually keeping you stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you guys, you might go through these situations. I'm actually thinking about someone that wrote to me after she read my book. She said that she had, she bought the book because she thought that she needed to prepare to say goodbye to her current husband who had a terminal illness. But in reading the book, she realized that what she needed to do first was say goodbye to her ex-husband from 40 years ago. who she still had unresolved shit around. And that's what was keeping her from feeling the miracle of release and being more present with her current husband, she had to go back 40 years. So think about how those situations where you just stuff it inside, you don't allow yourself to fully feel it. And then that stuck energy starts to grow like weeds. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. years down the road, 
you have bigger situations that come up, you have backaches, you have headaches, you have things that happen in your body because your body, I feel like the body is the, that final source saying to you, mm-hmm. okay, this is, this has gone too far. Now here's the warning sign. We, we have to do things differently. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, you are 100% correct that your body is the last stop where you feel the, the, the negative energy, all those wallowings that you've been doing, it stops in your body and you start getting, like you said, you start getting back aches and headaches and, and, and your body starts to deteriorate. So honey, I started working with a physical therapist uh, and yesterday we had a session and there, and the session I was flowing, I was doing my movement, but there was one stretch that he had me do and my brain said no. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like why, why is my brain saying no in this moment? And my body started to feel like I can't, something bad is going to happen. And when I paused, I was telling him about it. What immediately came to mind was a moment when I was dancing and it was free dance and I was totally in the moment. I was feeling just expansive and amazing and fully embodied. And I moved my body in such a way or my spine that I actually ended up tweaking something. And that that moment is what was coming back in my session with him. And I started to cry. Well, I cry often in these sessions, which is really amazing, but it's, it's, for me, it's not crying because the sessions are hard. It's crying as a release. That's my body's way of releasing stagnant energies, energies that have been stuck in my body. So your body is, is a really great tool. It's a great resource and ally for you to move through some of these moments where you might have been stuck in the past um, and to be able to go back to that deep desire to, of letting things be different. So... I believe in miracles is your way of saying, I am allowing a new path for myself. I am choosing to move forward, loving on me, tending to me, filling my energetic cup up all the way to overflow and to compassionately let myself know that I'm, I got me as, as I'm going through this and that what I'm going through actually is so much more amazing than I can even imagine. And I'm open to all the possibilities revealing themselves for me instead of just focusing on the possibility of what you believe is happening to you that feels bad or wrong or shitty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just even those shitty moments, those are kind of miracles because you brought them on. So in the same way, you can start to pull, to believe in these real miracles, the positive miracles, the things that you actually want to see in your life, rather than the ones that you've been dragging along for, for past 30, 40, 50 years, whatever it, it, it has been. And it's um, one thing that is coming really strongly um, through me right now is, um, I, I was actually talking to one of our listeners, is that it's never too late. Mm-hmm. It is never, ever, ever too late. You can, you can restart your life at um, 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old. It is never 
too late. I think that's one of the things, especially um, here in US, is that you have to be somebody and somewhere by the time you're 25. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh my God, honey. I was just having this conversation with somebody of like, if I'm not a fucking like multimillionaire by 30, I've totally like failed in life. And it's just like, no, yeah. not no. at all. Uh-uh. No, it's, it's, we choose to do things our own way and nobody else can do it for you. Mm-hmm. And nobody else can change your energy. People can influence your energy, but they cannot change it. You can be influenced by somebody who is mean to you. You can be influenced by somebody who is nice and loving to you. Um, but it is how you take on that energy. Because if you're, you're not loving and kind to yourself, you absolutely cannot accept somebody else's loving energy to you. You will only pick up on the influence that you choose. Oh, honey, I I so appreciate that. And it's, it's amazing how simple it sounds Mm -hmm. and clear. And at the same time, how just through life experiences, when we go through life and get told we're not lovable, or we have examples where we have felt unloved or left behind or abandoned or betrayed or mistreated, that those all send these messages to us that then live in the unconscious of we are not worthy, we are not lovable. And even as intelligent as we might be, we can still play that shit out. And it doesn't, it, it's not what we would consciously choose, but this is where self-awareness becomes so helpful. And I think always looking at the blessing in, in your life of what's happening and leaving room for the blessing. Because when things feel yucky or you're ruminating on stuff that doesn't feel good and is reinforcing old patterns, being able to get curious as to, well, could there be an alternative to the situation mm-hmm. that feels better? Could it be something different than me constantly going to the negative? That's an act of self-compassion. And the more that we can do that and allow ourselves to actually entertain the other end of the spectrum, the more that we are practicing believing in ourselves and saying that we are worthy, we are lovable, we are meant to have joy in our lives and not let it be so fucking hard. So, Mm -hmm. But it's amazing just how much of this is truly and only, I think, a practice. Mm -hmm. And the practice really can be, it can be scripted any way you want. Ula and I have talked a lot in this podcast about different ways that you can be more compassionate with yourself. And, you know, Ula's way is going to be different than my way is going to be different than your way. Listening is going to be different than your neighbor's way. And that's, that's actually permission for you to curiously find what works best for you. Mm-hmm. And instead of feeling like you have to do it one way or else you're doing it wrong, because that also is another script in our brains that keep us in that place of feeling like we're a fuck up is, you know, am I doing this right? And why can't I make my life more joyful? Why does my life have to be so hard? That's another very uh, easy rabbit hole to go down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, you act, you can't do anybody but you. That's why I always keep telling everybody, you do you, boo, because you can't do your life through somebody else and you can't do your life any other way but 
your way. And in every single one of those ways is okay. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those ways is perfect. We are all individuals. And you 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 can't you cannot do your life the way somebody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can um like I already, I, I I don't know why I have to keep repeating this, but it's just coming through very strongly. You have to allow, allow yourself to love yourself before you um, accept any influence in your life to change mm-hmm. your life into miracles. And that way you can start saturating your own mind with things that you want to see in your life. Yeah. And if that feels difficult that may be the invitation to look at where in your life you have not been letting go of situations or relationships or losses that have happened in your past, mm-hmm. where there might be a little bit of a call for an energetic cleanse and release. And this is what the good goodbye ritual is about, is getting very intentional about letting go, saying a good goodbye to what was. Uh, but this, again, it's a practice because it, once you can do a ritual once, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's not going to come back up again. But that once you start to notice what your patterns are and where you tend to default in your thinking or your dreaming, um, because even your dreams can be limited by mm-hmm. how you feel. Actually, they are 100% limited by how you feel about yourself. This is why most people, your dreams fucking suck. It's because... Yeah. You do not believe in yourself fully. You do not know just how incredible you are and you doubt it so much, even if your focus is on doubting all the external signs that are telling you that these miracles aren't possible. That's all reflecting what you believe is limited within you. So Mm -hmm. once you start to expand your beliefs about who you are and how miraculous you are, how magical and special you are all the words that I know Ula does not love to hear but she is going to get this over and over and over from me right it's this is where you start to be like why wouldn't life work out for me why wouldn't I expect the best for me why wouldn't I choose me first why wouldn't I allow myself grace in this very moment that narrative all of a sudden can look a million times different and that moment when you flip the script that right there is the miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And it it is, um, like Gladys said, it is and sounds very simple because it is. It is simple. Is it easy? No. Yeah. It's a practice. It's it's forming new habits, new mental paths in your brain to allow this new habit to form that you can actually look in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you and you mean it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I saw it probably on Instagram or whatever it was, I saw this. Um, there's so many coaches and, and things, you know, people who, who want to teach you how to be a better person and how to love yourself. And the way she was saying this thing that you just have to look in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you. I love you. I love you. Well, yeah, the, I mean, you, you can look in your in the mirror and keep uh, repeat, repeating that I love myself, I love myself, I love you, I love you, and not mean it. Yep. That will not 
change the miracles in your life. You have to feel it. In order to ch- that to change, you have to feel it. And that feeling it, I would bet that a lot of us do not know what that really feels like. Mm-hmm. And that's the fun part. That's the exploration of just getting curious enough to think, what would it feel like to wake up in the morning and have my brain go to all the fun possibilities waiting for me that day instead of all the shit that's going to hit the fan that I have to be worried about? What would it feel like if my days uh, were filled with noticing synchronicities and seeing the beauty of each moment and feeling very presently connected to myself and my surroundings and others instead of racing through my day on automatic pilot and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden getting to the end of the evening and feeling too exhausted to even talk to my partner, right? These Mm -hmm. These are all invitations, you guys. And the more that you respond to the invitation softly, with curiosity, the easier it will become to then entertain that next part, which is allowing yourself to shift into that better feeling state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, you don't have to feel the love for yourself today if you can't. But again, believe in that miracle that you can. You don't have to feel it right now. Don't get mad at yourself if you can't look in a mirror and truly feel that you love yourself. Don't get mad. Just notice it and move on to something else that you can love. I I can guarantee you can find one thing in your life that you love. Mm-hmm. Focus on that because that it is exactly the same feeling. Love is love. Um, I've been talking with Gladys a lot about universal love um, in the past couple of weeks. And universal love just is. Mm -hmm. There is no wanted or or, or unwanted. There is no lack of anything. It just is. And once you get to the place where the love for yourself just is there, you've, you've come a long way. But don't get mad on the journey there because the journey is also very important. Yeah. I love that, honey. Such good practice. Who knew that hot chocolate, the band would be, uh, <laughs> would be guiding us into having this discussion today. Right. <laughs> we believe in miracles. That's what it is. <laughs> and it has to be fun. It has to be fun. If you, if, if there is any resistance on your journey and your practice, just let go and do something else. Do something that feels more fun. Mm-hmm. And the fun can also be noticing the synchronicity, noticing how mm-hmm. the universe is co-conspiring with you. You know, that today, uh, Ula and I, when we were getting set up to record, uh, there was a con- there was feedback coming through on my on my headphones, and we we've, we've had this issue before, but we've tried and tried and tried and tried to fix it, and more and more, I was getting annoyed and why does this keep happening and what's going on? And we're, and we're, we both know that our dead people, you know, God, universe, spirits, whatever you want to call it, they, they're such a strong part of our team 
that we we make so much room for them that when this shit starts to happen, um, Ula, you asked me, okay, well, where's your energy at? Are you really annoyed at this point that you know maybe we shouldn't record? And I was like, I'd stop being annoyed if we could get this fixed. And so we tried the third time. And Ula had put in the title of the episode for the third time, Miracles, question mark, take three. And it made me laugh. And in that moment, I realized, okay, Gladys, you know how our dead people work. So shift your energy and see what happens. And just the laughter in that moment of Ula's title was enough that when we got back on, everything worked fine. Mm -hmm. Now, some people might call that coincidence, but we know that it's more than that. And so that is how things can be playful for you. Believe in more. Believe mm-hmm. in the ways that, you know, the plants and the birds and the butterflies and your dead people are talking to you. Believe in the synchronicities showing up for you in the most playful ways. Notice them. And this is where you can actually have more of that lighthearted, playful spirit come through so that when shit does hit the fan, because it will, that playfulness that you've invested in can also be part of how you start to move through things. And the heaviness will be there, the sorrow will be there, but you also will have the other end of the spectrum be there as well, because that part doesn't go away just because mm-hmm. life gets pulled out from underneath you in in unexpected ways. That's so beautiful, honey. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's life keeps happening. We're supposed to have all these feelings. We're supposed to feel sorrow. We're supposed to feel anger. It's the miracle of life is how you respond to it, how long you wallow in those feelings of contrast. And once you learn that you can shift fairly quickly from all those, life just becomes a miracle. Hmm. 